Today I have the pleasure of speaking with Farouk Tawheed, uh, who's the, ho- the host of the new NBC series Roots Less Traveled, which premieres on April 4th, and the ring announcer for BattleBots on Discovery Channel. We're probably actually going to do this interview in about two weeks in April because I, I was going to be at the BattleBots taping, but unfortunately those are canceled right now. Farouk, how are you doing, man? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, we got a uh, got a little postponement, but it's all right. We'll, we'll we'll do it again. We'll talk again when we get back up and running full force. You know, we'll we'll have some snacks backstage and we'll be good to go. Sounds good to me. You know, man, I love BattleBots. Before we get started talking about uh, Roots Less Traveled, you know, it's got to be interesting because you know the the combatants are outside while their machines are inside, and you got to have this enthusiasm to announce the. The competitors, but it's really two robots going at it. Like you don't really see the excitement on, on the controllers' faces because they're outside the the cell. What's it like trying to get that energy going to ring announce for uh, for BattleBots? Well, one of the, one of the cool things about it is that for me, a lot of the energy really comes from our fans and our live audience fans. Um, it, it, having them there is truly amazing, um, and I tell everybody. And not just because I'm a part of it, even if I wasn't a part of it. Experiencing BattleBots live is something that you need to do because the magnitude of what we see on TV is multiplied by, like, 20 when you're actually seeing it live. And, and actually, actually, a lot of the builders and stuff, they are, they're actually inside the BattleBots with me when I'm doing my introduction. Right. So I do get to see their faces. They do get to be excited. And the anticipation on their faces to see what I am going to say about mm-hmm. them is what's, what's, what drives me to really kill it. You know, uh, to follow up on what you just said, if you guys go to a BattleBots taping, take earplugs with you. It gets loud inside. Like Absolutely. It, you know, there's only like 400 people inside, but it's louder than the Super Bowl just with everything going on. And it's an amazing time if you guys can get tickets. Absolutely. And people, people don't understand. I mean, these are all... You know, 250-pound robots, no matter the size, shape, they're all that much weight, and they got so much power. And like you said, it's super, super loud. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're a Philly kid out here in L.A., and you're doing a show about routes less traveled. What's it like being from the East Coast out here on the West Coast, now going in and, you know, the seri- where the series follows family members doing research on their own uh, upbringing and their origins? Well, you know, for me, being born and raised in Philly is something I take pride of. It's one of the things that I tell people definitely you should know about me is that I'm from Philadelphia. Um, coming over here to the West Coast and being able to, you know, live my dream and fulfill my career has been something that's super crazy. And this show, Roots Less Travel, is falling right in line with that. I've always loved to travel um, and always loved helping people. And now... I've got this purpose in my life where, like, I realize that a lot of things that I want to do in my career from here on out is for the family. Right. And this show, Roots Less Travel, it just, it, it's perfect for me, man. Being able to take people around the world and help them discover where they come from and get purpose mm-hmm. in their own life is truly amazing. You know, how has this affected your life? Because, you know, the the thing with the United States is that a lot of us came here, our families came here, whether it was from genocide or it was unfortunately by boat, not by choice because of slavery, or because there was war in the old country and we needed an escape or something new to escape from the old world. And it disconnected us from our, from our roots, you know, no pun intended yeah. based on the title. Um, yeah. For people like me that are descendants of genocide or for people with similar backgrounds that you have or what, whatever else, um, the line stops at some point. Right. Uh, you know, do 
they try to figure out things that go beyond that line of point or is it just like, oh, well, we know your last name comes from, I don't know, Poland. So we're going to go visit Poland and try to connect you with people of that, that last name as well and see how you guys are possibly related or, you know, like how does it go? Because we have a cutoff point here for, for yeah, a lot we, of us. We, yeah, absolutely. Um, we have going through this, like you said, for me, it, it was very frustrating at times, even as I'm trying to discover my own ancestry mm-hmm. and I see where the pitfalls were and what happened. And like you said, you know, you yourself, you're, you know, your your history takes you through genocide. And for me, my history takes me through, you know, enslaved people here in this country coming from other countries and other continents, really. Um, and, and, and it is. It's one of those things that it does get difficult. It does get hard to really be able to lock in and find the information. Um, but our, our sponsors at Ancestry and the team at Ancestry and, and, and the team that we had, the research teams we had at Lytton, um, entertainment doing this stuff, they really did their due diligence in really finding out the real stories, the good stories, uh, the stories that didn't fall flat and that didn't have these empty spaces. And when they did find empty spaces, they really filled them up with a lot of great, a lot of great real true stuff and real true stories. That's why we were able to go to places like, um, Brooklyn and, 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 and Mexico City and Cuba to really uh, discover these people's heritage. Now, we did have a lot of people that, you know, had their, their, like you said, like if your name was, your last name was Polish and we think we're going to Poland. No, we had people that thought, oh, you know, we, we got Scottish in our background, so we must be going to Scotland. So, no, a lot of times we, we took it back even two, three hundred years oh, wow. um, of history right here in this country. So a lot of it, a lot of it's been pretty good, man. It's been really, really, really fulfilling. Um, uh, yeah, just just like you said, it does. I think it's important for us to learn from this and learn from um, just history and note taking for future generations. You know, because we might have people that's looking back on how we lived 200 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, 200 years from now. So you know, doing that and 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 really being diligent and keeping good good history is really really important. Well, I hope they don't look back on the last 15 years and realize how divided we became over sometimes insignificant things. Yeah, man. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's one of the things, though. But one of the things, too, that you realize, too, is that, and we've heard this before, the cliche of history repeating itself. A lot of it, you know, you hear about a lot of these stories. We got stories of stories of trials and tribulations and mm-hmm. triumph throughout history, no matter what year, what decade, what century. So, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, this has got to be some uplifting stories. Were there any really hard stories where people found out some hard truths about their ancestors or their families and it just doesn't mesh with their current worldview? Yeah, you know, we did we did have one story um, and I would say it didn't necessarily not that it didn't mesh with their worldview, but it it shed a new light on their worldview Um, because their ancestors essentially without giving any spoiler alerts here, their ancestors um, were helped and supported by people that maybe they didn't think they would get help and support from mm-hmm. at, at a certain time in history. So um apologize for being vague, but again, I don't want to give any spoiler alerts, but yeah, it's uh, no, it gives us a reason to watch the third episode. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm just saying it's the third Absolutely. episode. I don't know it's the third episode. I'm just throwing numbers out there. So, you know, right, exactly, watch the season exactly. and find out people. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, so like I said, it's a lot. It's a lot of great stories. Um, but I, I was telling, I was telling somebody else, I was telling somebody else the other day, like this show, 
Mm-hmm. It's for NBC. It's for Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. It's for, you know, families. It's for love. It's for, you know, a lot of great stuff. But let me tell you, there are a lot of stories out there that probably could be put on another little bit more hardcore network that mm-hmm. would like, you know, really be out there and really, you know, really shed some light and give some, you know, more, more, I guess, juicy material, I guess. Right. But right now we definitely need something lighthearted and something uplifting, Absolutely. you know, Hallmark Channel has been showing Christmas movies all weekend to, to uplift people's spirits. You know, connecting to our past is one way to elevate ourselves because a lot of people, you know, I don't know if you played sports or not. I grew up playing sports, absolutely, a huge uh, sports fan. Okay, then then you know the old saying, you know, the your first name isn't the one that matters. It's the, na- it's the name on the back of the jersey that matters. You know, absolutely. so you got to represent that family. It's not just you, the individual. And I, I think, you know, those of us that played sports or those of us that come from athletic backgrounds know that it's not just, you know, it's not just Farouk. It's your dad. It's your brother. It's your uncle. It's your cousin. Right. It's your great grandfather that you're, you know, you're representing that, that lineage. Absolutely. It's bigger. It's bigger than yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think this show really shines a light on that. And it's funny. I just got chills just thinking about that because you, you, you realize when you have an opportunity to do, to do your ancestry and to realize where you came from and realize and understand the people that have fought and the things that they've gone through to get to where they are. You know, for me, when you take a family tree and you look at it uh, horizontally, you see the way it starts from you and then it goes out. Mm-hmm. But what I like to do is I like to take that same family tree and then turn it vertically. And then you can kind of see the shoulders and backs of all the people that you stand on and where you come from and all that good stuff. And it just kind of, it kind of invigorates you and gives you purpose and gives you strength to keep going. And a whole new perspective on life that, yes, you know, our society is based on individuality, but if it wasn't for everybody that came, that suffered, that survived, our individuality would mean nothing without them. Absolutely. I mean, I yeah. couldn't say it better myself. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, when the show came about and, you know, you auditioned for it and then you got it, you know, what was the reaction like, you know, and did you start doing it? Like you said, Ancestry helped you and you started doing some research into your own lineage you know, when you started talking to your dad or your grandfather or your mom or anybody about it, what was it like to sit there and go discovering, you know, the roots of, of your family? You know, for, for me, RC, honestly, it was, it was emotional because um, I went on Ancestry and I did my family tree. And actually, I was fortunate that we had somebody who was, you know, like a second or third cousin removed that had kind of did some work ahead of time. So, on my father's side, I had a lot of um, stuff filled out, and for me, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have the stories. All I had was connections that were being made just from clicking and seeing names, mm-hmm. just seeing names. RC of like my third great grandfather on my dad's side, it brought tears to my eyes mm-hmm. because I didn't even know, I didn't even know that this person existed. Didn't even realize that they had a name. Right. And just seeing the name for me, again, like I said, not even knowing any stories, what they did for a living, where they came from, what their struggle was, mm-hmm. or what their what their what their what their uh their accolades were, it, it made me emotional. Mm-hmm. So it's it's just, you know, learning about your history and knowing where you come from, it just it like I said, for me it gave me a purpose and it reinv- it invigorated me in a way that I, I, I I'm so fortunate for. Right. Now do you have kids of your own fruit? I do. I have a 13-year-old son. All right. And how has this affected him at 13? Because he's still young and he's still growing and coming to his own manhood. And now to, like, start incorporating that, hey, don't forget where you came from thing. 
Right. You know, it's it's um it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. Uh, my son actually should be with me right now, but my son lives in Maui, mm. um, which is not a bad place to grow up. No, but, uh, I can't yeah. blame him for that. But <laughs> right, right. So, but he's he's there now. So we know we don't we don't get to see each other every day, but we do try to talk as much as possible. Um, he's, um, he's, he's just a really good kid, man. And like now I did, I do have that, I do have that fire in me to make sure that he really knows where he comes from and knows what he's doing and knows where he's going. Um, but you know, it's, it's a balance between, you know, not putting too much on them as a kid and letting them live their life mm-hmm. versus what we know as adults, you know, as adults, you know, we got so much going on. We understand where we're going, what's happening, but as kids, you know, I'm going to try to let him live his life, but he's, he's a good kid. He's, he's very learned and he's, uh, I'm sure he'll be happy to, 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 to engage and know all about his family history as well. Right. I have to ask you this as a philosophical question, and it is a heavy question, though, because I, I, okay. I had this question, you know, I had this discussion in philosophy class when I was in college. Right. Uh, we mentioned your background and people that were either, you know, forced to give up their, their identity due to slavery or people that escaped their identity in coming to America. Mm-hmm. Which seems worse, having it taken away from you or willingly giving it up? Hmm. Wow. Um, I, I would think I would think having it taken away from you, because mm-hmm. I think having it taken away from you, you you run into a, a, a situation where, you know, especially for like a lot of enslaved uh, African Americans mm-hmm. in this country, we experience not only having our having our rights taken away from us. But having our names taken away from us, mm. having kids taken away from us, just being in a place where you're just completely treated like like you're just a piece of property and not a human being, I think that to me is 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 definitely a bigger thing. Because when you willingly give it up, when you willingly give it up, you can you can kind of show it to the face, hey look, I'm giving you I'm giving this up. Mm-hmm. But on the side here I can still pass it along to somebody else and, and let them know, hey look. I can't, I can't really say this, but I want you to take this story and run along with it. Mm-hmm. And I want you to take it with it. But if, but if I wrote a story down and then you burned all my books, I got nothing left. I got you. See, that it's a heavy question, but it's an important one that we need to ask, too. I agree. I agree. I agree 100%. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's so much, I think, and, that, and that's one of the things that, like I said, for me, really came about. We're in 2020. This mm-hmm. is the census year. Um, I don't work for the census. I don't get paid by the census, but I think it's really important that people do the census mm-hmm. because in doing this show, what I've learned, especially with a lot of the, the documents and things we find through ancestry, the census was a huge, huge, huge important factor in, in, in being able to document mm-hmm. who we were, where we came from, what we did for a living. Yeah. Um, and this year my only marks a new census, but I believe it marks a new release of a census because publicly, the, the census get released every 60 to 70 years. And mm-hmm. so this year marks a new release for a new census. So go out there, people do your census and, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be supporting people that want to look you up in hundreds of years. Let's hope so, man. Because like with, with my situation, my family's from the middle East and okay. like we're an ethno religious minority in the middle East. And then like we see signs and like, wait, that was ours. They're erasing us from that. This was ours. Yeah. They're erasing us from that. So like we're being systematically erased. Because, you know, we're ethnic Assyrians and we're Christian from the Middle East and certain mm. regions don't like that. And it's like they're trying to erase us, but we're still here. And so, it, you know, like you said, the census is important because it marks pe- to let people know that, hey, we didn't go extinct. 
and with right. and with something like that, you know, that's why I was asking, and that's why it, it comes up in conversation of philosophical questions, which is worse, having it taken away, or uh, or willingly giving it up. And I flip flop on that because sometimes I think it's worse to give it up because now you're denying yourself in certain instances. But if your past mm. was so bad, you know, that you gave it up, it's a different story. So, right, right, you know, I, right. I, I kind of flip flop between the two depending on the day. Yeah, absolutely. You I mean you could definitely definitely see both sides of that yeah. coin for sure. Yeah, uh, Farouk, the the show I know is going to be a hit because you know we need it. We need something uplifting now. What do you tell people that watch shows like this? You know, but again, you said this is more family orientated. This is going to be more fun. This is going to be more uplifting. To sit there and tune in on a Saturday morning. Yeah, I mean, to tune in on a Saturday morning, I mean, it's, it's one of those things like, look, you don't work. I mean, in the situ- in a normal situation, not in a situation mm-hmm. now because not everybody's right. at work, but you would have worked all week. Mm-hmm. You know, the, you, you know, you got family. It's Saturday morning. You know, maybe the kids were up extra early because they're playing video games. Take a little break. Watch the show because what it's going to do is it's, it's going to be one of those shows that definitely brings the family together. But more importantly, it's going to help you. It's going to hopefully light a fire. And, and, and like you said, even from my son, help you want to know where you come from and why you make the choices you do. Like, for instance, RC, like knowing why you are in the field you're in, you mm-hmm. might be able to learn, you know, by going down your history. Hey, look, I had a family member or a relative that was doing this same type of thing. Right. And now I realize that it's embedded in my DNA. Mm-hmm. And so you realize that all that stuff is just kind of in you. And it's, we, we're not we're not here by accident. Mm-hmm. We're not here during this time for no reason. We're all here during the time that we're born for a reason. And I think this show will help, you know, shed a light, shed a lot of light on a lot of that stuff. I love it, man. Uh, Ruthless Traveled premieres on April 4th on NBC. Check your local listings for time. BattleBots will be coming back soon. Uh, that's when Farouk and I are going to hang out in person for, you know, in the coming months. So I'm excited about that. You know, uh, we're going to have our earplugs. We're going to, we're going to have some sodas backstage and just, just kick back. Farouk, thank you so much for talking to me today, man. I know how busy everybody is. We wanted to keep it a little light, but we had to get a little deep too, because, you know, finding your ancestry isn't something that's uh, going to be as nice and sweet as everybody thinks it's going to be. But this regard, I'm glad that the show's going to be more family friendly. Absolutely. Make sure everybody tune in. Ruthless Travel, April 4th is going down. Perfect, man. Thank you so much, and I'll talk to you soon. I right, appreciate you, RC. Have a good one. <laughs> you too. Bye bye.